let's start this thing. Hey guys, welcome to Back to the Future, a Nerdy Bunch presentation. I am your host, Rocket Mike. This time it's me, and only me. I'm doing this completely by myself. And oh, okay, no, 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 it's okay. No. I have the usual <laughs> co-hosts that I actually couldn't do this without. We have Raven and English Dave. What's up, guys? What up, what's up? What up, mate? Today we are talking about Homeward Bound, an incredible journey. We did this because uh, Dumbo will soon be released, and I wanted to do a film, obviously 20 years old, at least, uh, that was focused around animals. And I hadn't seen this probably since I was a single-digit age. I couldn't remember most of it. It was really, really nostalgic going back and watching this. Kind of cheesy, but that's exactly what Disney was more so back then in 90s Disney, yeah 90s man. Disney it's they have like families singing cars and playing bad basketball <laughs> like I, they're not even really can trying, I tell you you know I was like this is the most American film I've oh, seen in a long yeah. time yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't get over how <laughs> chipper and happy every single person was in that movie but you know it makes sense it's it's, it's uh, catered to kids um in every possible way, you know, from the soundtrack to the bright lighting and the beautiful uh, environment that they went traveling in. Like, at no point was it, you know, like raining or thunderstorms whatsoever. These dogs didn't get <laughs> caught into any harsh weather or severe uh, trauma. Like, I remember there was like that mountain lion bit, but they even outsmarted that by catapulting it off into a river. That mountain lion was scary, that was, man. That was I a big was cat. I was that mountain lion. It was the, the irony there with dogs being afraid of big cats. Yeah. But um, anyway, like that was that was my first thing. I hadn't seen, like I said, I hadn't seen this movie since I was a kid. Loved going back to it. Uh, Raven, what was the first time that you saw this movie? Probably when it came out. I don't think I saw it in theaters, but it was one of those movies that I feel like every kid my age kind of grew up watching. Uh... I absolutely loved the movie when I was a kid, but like you said, I don't remember anything really. I just remember, funny enough, I didn't even remember there was a third dog. I <laughs> only remember Shadow. Like I literally only <laughs> yeah, remember Shadow. Movie. Shadow is my favorite. And funny enough, uh, I loved that movie so much when I was a kid that the first dog that I got, that was my dog, I actually named Shadow after that movie. Oh, wow. But uh, yeah, but my dog was a black uh, Labrador mixed with a Golden Retriever. See, he was part Golden Retriever, but he was black. And that was my That makes complaint. more sense for a name like Shadow. It never made See, sense See, that's to what me. I was going to yeah. say. As a kid, I used to get mad, and I complained that the Golden Retriever's name was Shadow. I was like, he should be dark. Why is his name Shadow? So then when my mother took me to get a Labrador, and he was black, I was like, I'm going to name you Shadow, like my favorite movie, except <laughs> you're a black dog. He's black with a white stripe. And uh, even though I love the movie enough to name my dog after him, I actually didn't really remember anything else except for Shadow was an awesome dog from this awesome movie. Now, now that I'm thinking about yeah. it, I think I think they named it Shadow in that he follows his owner, his master, everywhere he goes. That makes sense. I think. Because obviously in this, they have <coughs> every dog has their respective, you know, owner or master or whatever they say um i do like the idea that the dogs 
see from their perspective they're the owners of the humans i know i was like oh <laughs> yeah so like he can't live it makes without sense me. though yeah. like my yeah. current dog is definitely definitely like chance my dog that i named i mean no he's definitely a shadow the dog that i named after shadow ended up being a lot more like chance <laughs> my dog when i was younger was bad he's <laughs> bad mm. as hell you know but my current dog watching it again you know i realized a lot more of the of the dog themes i didn't really i don't think i owned a dog when the movie first came out yeah so now it makes a lot more sense yeah it's also seeing how you know now that uh you know like we have dogs it's mm-hmm. seeing the whole puppy stages that chance is going through in the movie where he's just so energetic and just running into things trying yeah. to eat everything this place he can. has got a lot more great stuff to tear up oh yeah <laughs> That was uh, that was like oh, I'm I'm go- I'm feeling you. I can go through all that right now, just in a miniature yep. version, but still the same <laughs> amount of damage. It's harder to catch. Uh, Dave, when was the first time you saw this movie? Um, this is one of those movies like Key. I probably saw when I was really, really, really young, and and I don't remember. Like I remember having seen it, but I don't remember specifics of it. Because it's also one of those movies that I probably I didn't revisit. I didn't. I wasn't in a rush. You know, there's certain movies you watch as a kid, you watch them over and over and over yeah. again. This wasn't one of them. I don't. I mean, there was no particular reason. I don't know why. I just I just never watched it over and over again. So right. I only remember snippets like the mountain lion and the dogs, but a lot of stuff kind of you know it didn't for me. It, it watching it again didn't have that same sense of nostalgia. Because I didn't connect with it again for whatever reason. As a kid, I I, I enjoyed it, I guess, but it didn't kind of it. There wasn't a connection to me, and I think also because it's it's a very American film as well. For I sure, I don't know how much it was. Almost it was. More, I wasn't sure if I saw it here or there. It was more American than how I grew up. I feel like all of the <laughs> stereotypical uh, '90s American lives kind of came and stemmed from California living. Oh, for sure. You, know, you look yeah. back at because I was watching. I was like, I did not grow up. You like know, that. it's like Fresh Prince. Uh, you know, that was. A I big was like, thing. is that Yellowstone Park? What park was yeah. that? Like, oh, I don't know. At, mountain lions and bears. They, so they filmed like, oh, that shit. in Oregon, but at, that could yeah. easily pass as uh, California. I yeah, 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 you know. Look at me, the East Coaster, saying like, "Yeah, that, I buy that. That's California." <laughs> it's like someone, someone filming in a random city, and like, "Yeah, that's New York." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we get so mad. I'm like, "It's too clean." Hey, we bought it. Where's the rats and the dirt, and you know, and the tumbleweeds of garbage? But those apartments are too big. God oh yeah, <laughs> friends, fuck right off. Be like, you'd have six roommates in that apartment. <laughs> you could fit three more bedrooms in there. Come on, pull out the couch. It's gonna be easy. Exactly. <laughs> Come on, there should be at least a futon. <laughs> Seriously, the Friends series never got it for me, and that's it's actually came out around the same time, I think, right? The Friends Thank series you. that never made sense. I was like, whose apartment is this? And, and and the least diverse New York City I've ever seen. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> and not one friend of color in any way. Not even the people that work at the the perk. No right. one. No, not even a customer. Not even a customer in the New York City. Oh, they just kept it like two blocks in the Upper East Side, pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. I guess that is accurate, though. <laughs> but fuck people. We're talking about animals because we love them a lot more exactly. than people now. 
Uh, yeah, we got to take a week off this week. I did notice, however, worst actors in this movie were the humans. Yeah. <laughs> like I said, it's it was fine. It was cheesy. It was the nice. Dogs I was like, hey, hey, like you had um I think his name is Robert Hayes. Um he was actually you might remember him from the movie uh, Airplane and uh the sequel too. I don't remember seeing the sequel, but wow. I loved uh, airplane if you ever get a chance to see that fun fact that is going to be a future back to the that future is, yeah. airplane it is on it's my in list in the uh it's Definitely. in the 80s um very much slapstick kind of comedy um any movie with leslie nielsen had those kind of it's great it's like every little scene had a joke or a stick of some kind just funny we have non-stop. to do a leslie nielsen movie asap whatever comedy comes yeah. out next we should do leslie nielsen oh yeah because yeah. his movies he needs are to be a funny feature shit. within itself he's a national treasure <laughs> spy but, hard oh my god <laughs> but robert hayes it's you know it's i liked him a lot better in airplane because it's you know he's going further into real comedy this is just more he's like hey yeah i'm the cool new dad ha 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 it's like we got it man okay but you know like i said it's to kids this is what it was for he he sold it well well this was pg because obviously there was a moment where we thought uh sassy died in this movie she just tumbled down a damn waterfall moment it was like 10 minutes she wasn't yeah i was like oh shit she really That, that little cat that, that should have died that's that was like no way <laughs> this is surviving that big of i wouldn't survive that <gasps> and yet here's this house cat out in the wild surviving damn 100 foot waterfalls just lucky enough there's a bird watcher in the wilderness who's having a grand old time i love that scene with the bird watcher because the bird watcher is like oh what are you doing and then picks it up and it's then says oh you're alive so why did you pick it yeah, up? Yeah, that was also a thing that was, too. You're alive? <laughs> I was like, what are you doing here? It's nasty. My new little slippers. This is going to be great. <laughs> Damn this guy had it. an ulterior. This guy had other things in mind right here. He was he was going with straight Buffalo Bill there for a second. And it's like, oh, okay, I'm not going to go that far. <laughs> I think we're jaded because we did some things <laughs> last week. Everyone's we're a like, killer. I don't trust cat, this guy. Aren't you? Yeah. I know what you're trying to yeah. do. And the cat just leaves him, and he's like, "Well, fuck you." <laughs> Nursed you to health, just ran Not away even. like that. No, he was mad chilly. He's like, "Go, <laughs> be free, avoid rivers." It's like what? I would be so tight. Yeah, this is uh, that's the cat though. They're just thankless. You're like, yeah, you brought yeah. me back to life and all and fed me and uh, fuck off. Bye. I'm going to go see my friends now. <laughs> that's see, exactly what that's happened. I, like I, think dogs. In, I think in the original, the cat was a male cat, not female. Yeah, this it was. Like, it was, this a, was like, let's switch it up. Male Siamese <laughs> cat named yeah. Tail. Yeah. This was a Himalayan, Himalayan fluff ball. I like the scene when the boy goes to the, goes to the cop, goes to the police station. And he's trying to describe everything, and the cop realizes he's talking about pets. Yeah. <laughs> he said he's like, black. Kid. He's white Get with black here. spots. He was like, spots. You're wasting my goddamn time. I'm a lion. So tight. And why is it? Why is it every scene? Uh, this is this is an American movie, especially the late '80s and '90s trope. Every time we go to a police station, we always jump to a scene of a police officer holding a criminal who's like trying to struggle, like let go of me. Just Arr. so you don't forget like, where always, they are. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's like, but you're not going to walk right through the main precinct like that yeah. with a criminal. Also, everyone's everybody. just so busy. Like, there's so many people walking yeah. back and forth, and there's phones ringing, papers shuffling. There's always chaos in San Francisco Police oh, yeah. Department. Got I was like, working. San Francisco, huh? I guess. <laughs> but I guess that justified too. It's like, yeah, we're too busy. We can't be going off looking for dogs. It's like, yeah, clearly, I see that you guys kind of like just started. Apparently, so crime's a new thing for you. Better get to it. <gasps> a lot of chaos in this San Francisco prison. I mean, San Francisco. Uh... You two have dogs. If you have a missing dog, do you go to the police? Is that is that a police case? I I don't know. I think it depends on the town. If you're in a small town, they're really not doing yeah, anything no, else. Yeah, no, I don't think police would do anything. Um, but I think it's really on you uh, just to put up posters and then social media. Also, get your dog like with yeah, like a tracker in your. Yeah, I think you could only like call the cops if someone like stole yeah, it. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> or if or like a crime call, took place with an animal. You call Ace Ventura, eh? It is. Eh? Hey. There you go. There you go. That's See, that's what it really is. I'm sure pet detectives steal my dog from me. Right? <laughs> I have to pry my dog from my dead hand. Really will have to do that. At least then I can say I tried. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but I mean, I don't know. These kids look like they would die for their pets too. Oh, these kids went hard. Yeah. They really did. I will say the kids were great. I'm kidding. But the parents, I was like. I was just going to leave them dogs at that yeah, house. Yeah, that was the one part of the story that just broke me. Like, here comes this, their new dad coming in. It's like, yeah, I got work over here, and he's trying to be nice about it and good, but, you know, you clearly have grown up with them a little bit. You've spent some time. You know how obsessed they are over their animals. Like, no other. At least the oldest and the daughter, the kid he just got that dog from the shelter jamie is so cute jamie yeah he was jamie just got it it wasn't was a chance wasn't even that uh you know dedicated to him you know over time they realized he loved him so much uh Mm -hmm. but it is it's nice it's because it's it's a great i kind of miss that perspective that this is a a shelter dog comes from different pounds and went from home to home didn't really feel like oh like i'm just here for now i'm still young so i'm gonna play but i'll probably be gone again soon so he's not really getting connected to anybody yeah i definitely didn't understand all that when i was younger yeah hmm. yeah or what was happening with the family either you know and i kind of hmm. wish that was also more focus you know in terms of seeing chance connect more with the family because he connects with the other pets, but you never see him connect with the family. So it's like, and I guess, I mean, obviously it's a kid's film and I'm only in the very it. end. In the very yeah. end, he's all like, oh, and, I and love it, you, I missed you. Yeah. It makes sense for a kid's film because, of course, we didn't catch some of the stuff. But just watching it from a grown up perspective, I, I also did like that na- that kind of narrative thread of him being a, a, a dog from the pound and all that kind of stuff. And I wish that was actually more of a narrative focus in, in the film. I think that would be more interesting to me. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, it didn't seem but like... I get why. I get why it wasn't. Like, Chance, he had, you know, an arc. You know, he was... He changed throughout the film. I even think Sassy learned a little bit, too. Not to be just so independent and, you know, self-obsessed. Uh, but then there's just Shadow, old dog, 
doesn't need to learn any new tricks. He's like, I've already known this the whole time. When he was the one, yeah. that fucked everything up in the first place. I right? need to go home. True. Yo, I didn't realize that. gonna that. be back. I'm going home. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, you better come with me. I'm going it's, home. It's just, it's just over that mountain. Yeah. I know, I know where I'm going. It's just right there. And he never questioned himself. <laughs> huh. Like even they, they got up onto the mountain. It's like, well, we still can't see it. I guess we'll, we're just gonna like stay here, go back. It's like, I'm going home, and he just keeps going for it. Like, what the hell? Do you, you're not telling us where to go, man. <laughs> or when, or when Chance is trying to tell him about the mountain lion, he's like, shut up, Chance. He's like, no, there's something. I saw a big cat. Whatever. Yeah, you're not taking any precaution. Like, when has he actually lied before None. to justify that you wouldn't believe him? Like, oh, you're just hearing things. Like, when has he ever done that? Yeah. He's always been hyper aware. True. Here's a question I have for you guys. I couldn't quite get. Do they com can they completely understand humans, or do they only hear specific words? I think they only like have they like understand. keywords because. I think they have commands that they recognize yeah. like they know the word stay sit yeah you know uh, stuff like that but they don't understand it's like that whole like departure scene with shadow and he's like i know you're sad but i don't know why and then yeah he hears him say stay and walks away he's like stay but you're all getting to a car why am i still here and that that's mm -hmm. so yeah. like yeah i think you're right it's like just keywords the same way as our dogs understand if I tell Chewie to yeah. sit, eh, like 70, 75% of the time, he'll do it. Still learn. If I have a snack, that's yeah. 100%. You know, he'll do anything with a treat. Yeah, like, tell you no sit. He knows stay. He knows uh, go to your bed. Certain things. So if he heard bed, he would, like, react to it. So, like, there are things that he would recognize, but he definitely doesn't understand when I'm like, what the fuck do you want? <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't understand full sentences. Oh, yeah. Then they're just but going, I, like, you lost me at the... Like, I don't get you. <laughs> yeah, like, if I say the bathroom words, which I won't say now, because he's going to jump up. Yeah. Uh, you know, he knows that he's leaving the house and he's going outside oh, to yeah. relieve himself. So, yeah. Well, that's exactly how they, uh, they trained all of these animals um, on set. Because they just had, like, their their favorite liver treats and they actually had to use I think it was four dogs for each chance and shadow and then ten cats because of course uh, certain ones could cats. only do specific tricks like imagine I was just thinking about the cat crossing the river hopping yeah. down and I'm like that must have taken a while and there's no way this one cat was just learning all of this alright hop up here run over this way you know, mm -hmm. turn your head at this key moment. Also, that close-up shows true traumatization. I feel so bad for that cat. That cat hmm. was thrown into a oh, river. Oh, yeah. And the face coming up out of the water. I was like, that's Wide definitely eyes. some 90s shit. Because yeah. you can't do that now. <laughs> you can <laughs> never throw a cat in the river. <laughs> for the no, I guarantee it was like they probably just had like a tank with just water splashing. Yeah. You know? And as a, Still and as a cat oh yeah, for a cat to be in water, that's got not gonna be. For a any cat fun to be in either. rapid moving yeah. water, fighting for their life, presumably, not realizing that this is only for me. <laughs> yeah. You know, all the cat knows is some humans threw me in this yeah. wild water. We took a and ride. I, don't know why. I had a lot of snacks. Someone's telling me yeah. to do something with snacks, and now I'm in <laughs> fucking water right now. That none of this adds up, guys. 
Exactly. Now they're trying to drown me alive. Like. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, how they got you know different animals to uh, you know to to play with each other. Like Chance, you know, he's a English terrier, I think, uh, English bull terrier, mm-hmm. and he was running around playing with bear cubs. How that is, I, I don't know who's stronger or whatever or not, but <laughs> there's two on one. I know that dog is pretty young and fast, but they had that, and then they obviously had to film a giant bear, mama cub, you know, mama bear. Yeah, mm-hmm. what else? But then they had like you know they had to train a mountain lion, porcupine, skunk. Yeah, there was a very heavily trained mountain lion in that shit. I was like, that is a real mountain lion like that is not cg he made the joke uh michael j fox was like yeah schwartz a kitty and then you see that thing stand up like yeah this thing is ripped i was like yo mountain lions are huge like i don't think it was ever really put in perspective for me how scary mountain lions actually were until it was in dog perspective i was like wow (laughs) that's a huge fucking cat (laughs) (laughs) you're gonna die and it's a fast-ass cat, too. I was like, I'm sorry, but y'all dogs are not outrunning this cat. Quick quick thing. Did you read about the guy who had survived um, a mountain lion attack? I think it was in California. It was just on a trail. And he had his... How? He had his, yeah, uh, he, yeah. he had his headphones in, his earbuds, so he didn't hear the thing sneaking up on him. And I guess he, like, turned last second, pounced on him. They had He had wrestled around... Um, eventually he tried to like start like try like grab anything he could try to like stab it with sticks um, and eventually he somehow got the cat and he's like I know if I get it on its back it'll be vulnerable so he got it on his back put its knee on its throat and suffocated the thing to death in order just to survive this attack wow and I'm like if that guy doesn't get all of the ass afterwards <laughs> <laughs> Like from whoever he, whoever he likes. Like all of his pickup yeah. lines start with that one time I survived one a mountain lion attack. I, I killed a mountain lion because it tried to kill me. It was like with or death. my bare hands. Yeah. and uh, mo- unlike most uh, animal or animated films, most of the voiceovers are actually filmed first, so that way they can animate around the voice. This was done the opposite way. They filmed all the animals first, probably with a script, you know, like a, a narration in mind or. Uh, dialogue in mind of like what they should say different uh you know takes because you know i realized some of the conversations they were having they almost were acting like they were reacting to what each other was saying like oh they'll be back soon like really uh it's like how can you or no what a chance was it's like yeah they're not going to come back it's um we go outside we'll be in the pound don't don't think about them coming back it's like how could you say that Shadow had such a like disgusted, angry look on his face. I mean, how did he capture that? But it only makes sense yeah. because the um, there were some moments in uh, when they were filming uh, Chance because he was such a, a young dog and so energetic that he there was a a scene where he runs into a tree, like they all start running and then he runs <laughs> sideways into a tree. And there was one where they're running across to meet uh, Sassy across a field. And he trips on the ground. And uh, Michael J. Fox actually improvised a line. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, go for hole. You know, like, 
Yeah, when I watched that part, I was cracking. These up. are they, those are real moments, and they decide to keep them in the. I film. feel like it's like it runs in pitbulls because my dog is a pitbull, and he is that stupid. Like he's really smart, but also extremely curious, and his curiosity gets him into problems. Oh yeah. Um, and if my dog is running through a meadow, he would totally trip and roll over a gopher hole. <laughs> <laughs> so, so speaking of which, uh, we have Michael J. Fox as Chance, Don Meach as Shadow, and Sally Field as Sassy. I never knew Sally Field uh, played her. But then once I realized it, I couldn't unsee Sally yeah. for the yeah. rest of the movie. Yeah. I felt like the entire movie, I was like, ha, Forrest Gump's mom. Or I was you like, know, crazy-ass Sybil. Can I say, that's one of my <laughs> that's one of my nitpicks, though. I think because, again, it's because of multiple things. Because the, the, the animal's mouths never move, Mm. I constantly saw the actors, and there was yeah. there was a level there was a level of disconnect. You know, it yeah. didn't. It I almost wish we didn't have any talking from the animals at, at all. To be honest, yeah. and we just had them do their thing because I don't know. I feel like if this movie gets remade, they need to go the Lion King approach, full CGI, realistic CGI, and have them talk because it just I always felt like that's Michael J. Fox talking, that's Sally Field talking. Yeah, like I felt like I could see them in the studio. Could yeah yeah exactly like recording it. I can't see anyone else doing just, these voices though. I think no, they, no, I, I, I don't thing, think it's like I, don't, I think, don't even mind the voices. I think the it's voices not the voices. Great. It's because it didn't connect with them because the animals don't seem to be moving or emoting the way their voices are saying yeah. all the time. And I think for me, because time, of that, but... with the added fact that these actors are famous, on top of that, I think if it was one or the other, if it was less famous actors or their if it was like moved, actors that we didn't know at all, then I wouldn't think of what they looked like or who they were. Or if or if their mouths moved more, you know, like there were certain mm-hmm. moments where they would react a certain way, and because their face is just still, I'm like, there's always that disconnect from me. Where I'm, oh yeah, by the way, it's right. voice actors doing it, you know, and and I was reading somewhere this is one of the few movies where they don't try and attempt to make their mouths move when they talk, and I think I don't know, I think personally, I think they. They should have gone the other way around. With that it was a chance it would have added- ah, that they took because <laughs> uh, no one else had done it like this, and I think it's I think it needed to be done because yeah, how else would you know, especially in a big production, if this thing was sell? And it turns out it did anyway. Uh, but this is also the reason why you don't see it anymore. It's like all right, they True. they did something a little original. They took a different route and. You know, it did pay off, but I think it was only just meant to be like a one or two off deal. Where they had this, and then they had the sequel. That's enough. Yeah. Because it is, it's true. Like, yeah, all I did was think about you know Michael J. Fox, Sally Field, Don Meach. Unfortunately, he uh, passed just shortly after the making of this movie. Yeah, he never even got to see yeah. it. But he was he was an old actor. He was very um, he wasn't him. He lived. Yeah, his he life. was an Oscar winner. Mm-hmm. Um, for yeah. a movie, I think it was in the '60s, um, and then of course Sally Field, Oscar winner as well, and then Michael J. Fox just being really big in the '90s. This was uh, you know, guaranteed win. Yeah. So I think they, you know, while it does kind of throw us off at the same time, I do love Sally Fields as a cat. It makes sense. Yeah, I, I think like, I, I think, think the she choice has a perfect is, voice for yeah, a the cat. choices of casting. When you say, "Oh, Michael J. Fox as this dog, Sally Field as this cat," it makes perfect yeah. sense. I, I think it, the choice of casting is perfect. And I do I, think that they did a great job in terms of voice acting. You know, it's just um, again. I think for me, it's just that disconnect of that. Sometimes it didn't look like that voice 
again, it depends on the scene, you know, the general fun stuff, but when characters would switch and emote in certain ways, it wasn't that, it just didn't click for me. And there was always that reminder that, oh, it's not the same thing. Because yeah. I'm just staring at a dog, just looking out into the into the distance. And then it's saying all these things and it's that, that's <laughs> yeah. supposed to show these emotions. Are they just, but got it's just, staring. just staring out into <laughs> the horizon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah he's majestic and he's having this monologue all while looking absolutely still uh, that makes exactly sense. but uh um, this very intense monologue at least with michael j fox you know he all he had to do is uh, not all he had to do but one thing he did well was meet the level of energy that the dog was bringing to every scene he did you know, it was very happy and it was very wow 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 yeah 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 um and i think michael j fox did that really well yeah, I think in, in those scenes where Shadow is just getting, ex- I mean, not Shadow, Chance is getting excited and all that kind of stuff, it was done very well. I think in Michael yeah, J. Fox's Yeah, because I was going to say, it, wasn't, it was only certain parts yeah. that it wasn't synced up, but in the moments of like ripping stuff and where Chance is like tearing up the wedding and everything, I felt like they did a good job. Or uh, I felt like Michael J. Fox did a good job, like you said, matching the enthusiasm. And also, uh, you know, and I think that they did a good job of at least filming certain angles in a way where, like, you couldn't really see his mouth. Yeah. So you yeah. assumed that, like, it was coming out that way anyway. Yeah, that's exactly it. Like, the just the expressions, like, somehow captured, mm-hmm. like, it worked really well. Which is also why I think they might have adjusted some of the dialogue to match the look of, you know, this animal in that specific scene. You know? Yeah. Like, just the first interaction between Chance and uh, Sassy in the in the attic he's tearing up a dress mm-hmm. and she's like oh yeah it's like this is this is what you're choosing to do there's a wedding downstairs and you're upstairs just chewing on theirs and they're going back and forth he's <laughs> like the the look in his eyes just says that you little bitch you know like i could just <laughs> rip you up and she's like yeah, yeah i don't care i'm just gonna tender and take care of myself and then just run out but I think it... Uh, I like their relationship, yeah. too. I believe the relationship between the dogs. Yeah, I, same. I, I, their like, I believe that, real. you know... The dynamic. Mm-hmm. And how it grew over time. I felt like it wasn't forced. I felt like by the end, you understand and, like, you get yeah. it. You're like, yeah, the, you guys are... There's sometimes where Chance was just like, I was like, fucking... Like, <laughs> I just wanted to be like, stop. I was so He's happy. Such an no, it may sound cruel, but I was so happy when he got stung by the the the, the porcupine. Por- porcupine. Funny enough, was, that was one of my favorite scenes in the movie. Like, That's what you even get. as a kid. And one thing that I remember is porcupine <laughs> spiking a pit bull. I was like, "That's what you get for always." You should have learned your lesson. That's how you learn exactly. your lesson. You just reminded me, actually, when I, I remember as a kid when I watched it and they got to the pound, I thought that was like the worst scene because I thought. I didn't realize that they... I saw it in the perspective of the animals. I didn't think that yeah. they were really mm-hmm. helping Chance get yeah. the spikes out of his face. I thought they yeah. were like... Yeah, exactly. It was almost as if... I thought they were putting it into <laughs> his face again. Like, it didn't make sense. Oh, uh, okay. It, it felt that like such sense. a terror. And I'm like, yeah, of course they need to get out there. And now I'm looking at I'm like, just stay. Just stay in <laughs> yeah, one place. To help Somebody's you. coming to get you. Wherever you decide to stay, they will be there. I was so aggravated. I and then like, once God, again, it, damn it's it, Shadow's Shadow. fault. It's once again Shadow's Shadow fault. Just... I was like, fucking Shadow, I'm going <laughs> Never home. learned anything. It's like, no, Shadow. And then the one you. the one time, guys, every other time he's like, I'm following my instinct. I'm following my instinct. The one time he should follow his instinct when he's like, wait, something's telling me to yeah. go back. Nah. Yeah, <laughs> oh, like, come on. Huh. Never had this I was before. so mad. Oh, well. 
But then I'm also like in real life, like my dog would have known. Like he would have heard my car. You know what I'm saying? Like in real life, a dog would have known that they're owner, at least that close proximity. Yeah, that was like for them to be in a bush and the truck to be going by. Like there's no way. Like my dog knows the sound of my car. Yeah. Like from the moment that I pull up out front in front of my house, by the time that I get downstairs, my dog is losing his shit. <laughs> so he's been waiting for three whole minutes for me to go from the car to the house, oh you know, God. to see him. So it's like my dog would have definitely noticed uh, me, you know, driving alongside the road if he was on the side of the road. But I call bullshit to that one. But everything else, <laughs> I was like, all right, I, I see you. it. I think the only time that I think Shadow kind of proved himself as the leader and the wise dog that he, you know, that he is, it's not just walking aimlessly, well, at least what it seemed like to his house, but it's the scene where he finds the little girl that's lost in the woods. Yeah. And he yeah. was the one that's totally like, totally forgot no, about we that need scene. to stay with her. You know, like, this isn't, has mm. not, she has nothing to do with us, but she's vulnerable. She's lost. She's young. We know what that's like. That was a sweet moment. I was like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, broke all of our hearts. Yeah, towards the end, they were. I was like, God damn it! I didn't think I was you gonna know, get emotional. Yeah. In this movie. And and that's my other thing with this movie. And again, it's definitely a product of its time. My, um, just to say that, but I feel like if it's a movie that was made now, I would say I'd rather, I'd prefer if they met the little girl earlier and she became part of the journey. Oh yeah. Only because then it would ra- it would raise the stakes yeah. more. True. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that would have added more like you know gravitas to the stakes of it all. That if that little girl would have went off a waterfall, Whoa. wow! <laughs> <laughs> Sassy's still going after her. By, She's like, I'm following with line. you. I can do this. I can survive. <laughs> Use me. In fact, in fact, to catch the fall, you could have used because again, um, Chance doesn't trust humans. He doesn't like humans, right? You could have used the little girl being introduced earlier as a way for Chance to connect more and we see True. that why he specific because he trusts they didn't know see, these things in the 90s yeah. Dave. yeah that's what i'm saying it's definitely a product of the <laughs> 90s and again it's product of its audience uh, desired audience as well so you know yeah you don't you can't have too much nuance in these kids films at least in the 90s yeah. also how that girl got lost in the first place middle of the damn woods wearing like a sunday dress doesn't make sense no the dad tried yeah. to get rid of her and there's mountain lions and bears yeah. out there girl how you end up in those woods you just... like your parents abandoned you yeah that was just it and now just they left her there like we hope the mountain lions <laughs> there, cause... I, I love that i love that the park ranger was like that, that's very dangerous woods there's so many things that could attack them lots of predators and really the only main predator that, that attacks someone properly or the main threat is porcupine to the face yeah True. That... what well, wasn't even a threat he got didn't too warn him curious. about those porcupines yeah. though yeah <laughs> he put his nose right up against it. That's the real danger there. He <laughs> was like, you know the deal. You know, turn around. Let me sniff you. You sniff me. <laughs> hey, what are you? Did I say you could go? <laughs> right. And here's my other thing is, well, I guess in this universe, only domesticated pets can talk to each other, but they can't talk to other animals. Ah, uh, yeah. That's the thing. I was like, so they can't speak chicken. Yeah. Oh, they can't speak. Yeah, even pig or or or. or Mountain lion or porcupine. Can't speak pig or cow. <laughs> What's the point of speaking dog if you can only like? That's whack. It's can only dogs and cats animals. can introduce each other. That's it. I know, right? Cats can talk to dogs though. That's weird. 
Yeah. Like, they're also different species. Maybe the cat learned to speak dog. Well, it is, it is Sally Field. She can do whatever she wants. And probably the only movie that cat. is about have a special beauty Titan, you're killing me, kid. I love the escape scene when they escape the I'm letting the, you guys the, the, know in advance you're going to hear the sound of Titan snoring. Oh. I mean, we, we got here. Of the whole damn podcast because he found it important to sit across <laughs> my lap and snore the whole podcast. <laughs> Thanks, big baby. Anyway, continue. No, it's okay. If only Chewie could be that calm sometimes. Yeah, see, this is him. He's right there. Oh. Yeah, he's knocked out, though. He's just snoring the whole time. Well, I think that is all I have for this 90s movie. Obviously, we're not going into anything Oscar-related. There was nothing groundbreaking about so much of the filmmaking, honestly, besides that it's incredibly, incredibly hard to train that many animals for just one movie. Yeah. And I would say Modern the directing stuff. was great, but I can't only because the actors, the actual human actors, kind of yeah. sucked. Can I, can I tell you, I love that the fact the director's name's actually Dwayne. I saw that. I was like, oh my God, Dwayne. <laughs> it's Dwayne. That's D-U-Wayne. how I read it. I was like, Dwayne. <laughs> Dwayne. <laughs> I didn't know that was a name. Dwayne. Dwayne. Dwayne Director. <laughs> Director Dwayne, Dwayne. D- no Dwayne do director. Do, 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 do. Director Dwayne. <laughs> Dwayne. Who is the director? Dwayne is the director. <laughs> Dwayne is the director of this movie. <laughs> Don't get mad, Dwayne. This is for you. Well, uh do you guys have anything to leave off with this film? I think it was still worth a watch if you haven't seen it in a while. I mean, the ending still got me. So uh, the ending pissed me, me off. I was like, oh god. It oh, was so god. cliche, but I did get choked. <laughs> like, I, was, I wanted to hang myself, and I was like, well, over a sunset. How long are you gonna hold this for? We know it's coming back. <laughs> in a beautiful house. Yeah, only cheesy. because, only because, but only because, because I have a dog, I got really choked up. And that's what I was gonna say. It leans so heavily on if you own a dog. You know, it's yeah, not it because the relationship between Shadow and his kid are not built that strong like i don't care like i'm sorry he's like oh, i miss my dog okay why is your relationship any stronger than the girl and her cat you know what i'm saying like they try to make that yeah. seem as if it was a, such a stronger like more powerful because shadow's a good boy yeah. <laughs> a good shadow's boy. an idiot <laughs> like he caused half that problem he's i will no say this fool. maybe it's because i don't have any personal nostalgia to this but it was a drag for me to watch this movie like it i i probably would never watch it again because like, yeah, if it wasn't for this podcast it's, like a lot of the other movies okay I'd be like oh yeah I'll watch that again this is like stay in the in the past one. you know if you have certain movies where you should stay in the past and you just remember yeah. it fondly and just and yeah, that, I I get think it. for me it's one of the, but again it's, it's more of a personal thing because I don't have that connection to the film and just the American the 90s Americanness of it I'm the, I don't think I could put myself through that again I'll just see guys be, we don't do all the golden <laughs> movies here <laughs> some of them just but that's the point that right good. yeah it's not no I mean we did that with Ace Ventura so that's yeah, the point yeah, of this podcast right that was kind of uh, heartbreaking <laughs> for me to kind of go back and realize it was I was like wow yeah. like granted the first yeah. one I know is better than the second yeah, but I did watch the second, second before just... the podcast and I was like guys I don't know about this <laughs> before we even planned it I was telling y'all like I don't know but okay 
But that, again, that's why we do this. I don't. I. I never want this podcast to be a situation where we're only picking movies that we know we're going to like and yeah. like. Yeah, but at the that's same boring. time, when we come out with our films, that's the true test of a good movie is a movie that you can watch in the future. It's still relevant. It's still good. You know, like Silence of the Lambs last week. Yeah, exactly. That's a movie I'll probably watch. In fact, with last week, because of watching last week, it's a movie I'm going to watch more. Yeah, like I want to watch watched... it again because <laughs> right. I feel like I didn't notice like, enough like i want to study that movie it's one of those movies where if, if someone now says to me oh give me a movie to watch that i haven't seen have you seen science of the lives yeah you know it's gonna yeah. be it's on that level um for next week i'm taking over next what are we week doing next week again I, we're, we're gonna keep doing this guys where we switch every week switch week by week so i'm gonna continue that okay um again find it relevant to whatever movies come out that week next week we have three movies coming out uh we have shazam which i've seen we have Pet Cemetery, which I hear is very, very Ooh, good. I do want to see that. We also have a movie with Taraji P. Henson and um, Sam Rockwell called the 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 best of best of enemies, where it's a movie. Mm. It's a story about these two. There's a black woman and a white man who, because of um, the school district that that they go to being shut down, not allowing black people to go to that school. Oh no, finally allowing black people to go to that school. They kind of butt heads. But then they kind of find common ground to work together. So I thought rather than pick something to do with Shazam and we've already done Pets for Pet Cemetery, I thought I'd pick that movie and pick a movie about two characters, unlikely characters put together. And so I thought let's do uh, Trading Places. Eddie Murphy, Dan Aykroyd. Love that movie. Nice. Guys... I, was, I was thinking we should do an Eddie Murphy movie. I want to do Boomerang. Ah. <laughs> Have you Eddie seen Trading Places, any of you guys? Yeah. No, I just know the scenes. Oh, Raven. I think Trading <laughs> I think Trading Place is one of those movies. <laughs> Takes place in Philly. It's gonna be really good. It's it's a fantastic movie, and I think it's also a very relevant movie to the cultural times. Yeah, more so than people. For sure. It's literally a movie about exposing white privilege. Yeah. You know, that's, oh, that's awesome. That's part of the narrative, and I think it was on TV the other day, and I was flicking through. I was like, "Holy shit, we should do this movie next." You know, so Trading Place is. Um, those listeners, if you haven't seen the movie or if you haven't seen it in a while, check that out because that's what we're gonna do next week. Awesome. I can't wait for that. I haven't seen that in a while. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, guys. Well, thank you all so much for listening. Uh, if you have yeah. any questions, comments, did you happen to watch and we're bound? When was the last time that you saw it? Give us a shout out info at thenerdybunch.com. Also, check us out on all social media outlets at The Nerdy Bunch. You can also find us if you're already listening to this. You know, we have our own channel now back to the feature featured podcast on spotify itunes and all that good stuff uh, i want to thank my co-host raven thank you for being here thank you mike thank you titan thank you Dave, taking it over next week thanks thank for letting me take over for a day thank you and as always guys keep it nerdy peace good day <laughs>